All right, welcome to Healing the City podcast. My name is Mark. I'm one of the pastors here at the Village Church in Tucson, Arizona. And we are continuing our conversation about creativity. And to do that today, I have Sue Seepin with me. Hey, Sue. Hi, good to be here. How are you? Doing well. Did you get some lunch? I did. Yeah. That was, that's why I'm doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Without it, I would not be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, um, along with Eric and Rod, really, in a lot of ways, you were part of founding the village. Yeah. And pushed that a lot in terms of your, you are married to Eric. Right. Yes. Um, and so part of the creativity of the village comes back in a lot of ways to you. Mm-hmm. And your role in music and the different things that we do at the village in painting. And um, so can you talk about that a little bit, creativity at the village and what that has looked like? Yeah. You know, as you say that, the first thing that comes to mind is actually living in community. Um, you know, that one of the first thing we did, first things we did was to buy a community house and move in with two other couples. Yeah. And it was it was looked at as a little bit scandalous um, and, but, but we also saw it as just like something really effective that we could all be in the same space. It was easier to do ministry together in that way. And it was easy to be hospitable to people. And so I think that was an, a really early creative move, even though we didn't think of it as creative, Yeah, but it has been, it's created, you know, we had to create, co-create the space together and the relationships together, but then also, um, it has continued to spin off creativity in different relational kinds of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's uh, part of the story. And I think early on we realized that we uh, we really believed, and it, it, maybe it came out of an early uh, conference that Eric and I went to right before we planted the village, but um, but there was kind of this sense that, artists were not fitting in the church and that there needed to be a space for art in the church. And we really pretty early on developed this idea, kind of a theology of, okay, if we're created in the image of God, God is the creator with a capital C, Yeah. then we are creators. Like we co-create, we make stuff, we do things. Um, creatively and not just the the quote unquote creatives, which has emerged since then, but just yeah. like everybody. And so what does it look like for me to reflect God's image by being creative? And that was really helpful for me because uh, I'm just super practical and shame bound as well. And so having both of those things in place would sometimes just dampen out creativity in my life. Because it seems like, well, what's the point? There's no place for it. It, it. It's not worth anything. And to just look at it and say, no, that's that's what it is to be human. Yeah. Uh, and it matters. So make space for it has given me a lot of freedom. Yeah. So you, you practice creativity in a lot of different ways. You um, are musical. Mm-hmm. You played the piano and the guitar. Um, and you've written music, the flute, the flute, the auto harp, the auto harp. I love the auto harp and the electric kazoo. Let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah. 
very fun. <laughs> so there's that. And then you also do a lot of visual art. So you do calligraphy and watercolors. Yeah. And some painting. Any media I can get my hands on. So where does yeah. that kind of go back to in your story? Yeah. So my mom was just nurtured that really avidly. It was her probably main way of spending time with me when I was growing up. And she would facilitate it with me, with friends, uh, in all sorts of different venues. We took needlepoint classes together. She sent me to sewing lessons with a friend. We carved soap. We stenciled. You know, we... You carved soap? Yeah. That's a thing? Soap carving. Soap carving. It's pretty cool. Like into like doves or like what do you... Yeah, You know, I think we we just started carving it. Okay. And so we ended up making a sled and, with a bunch of dogs, you know, like dogs, <laughs> like a whole, uh, uh, I don't That's know, awesome. it, you know, basically sculptures, <laughs> 3D sculptures. Yeah. Uh, we tried microwaving it and it doesn't, it does, it does not melt. It actually turns into foam. Kind of this weird stiff foam. Anyway. That's fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah, we just did everything. Um, so I definitely grew up with this sense of like, you can figure out how to do anything you want to do. Yeah. And I actually, throughout my early adulthood, when my mom was still living at her house, would go home and find the craft supplies in the shed when I was like, oh, I think we did this thing one time that used oil paints in stick form. I wonder if mom still has that. And she did. And then I'd pull them out and like make new art with them because they were still around. So yeah, there were a lot of layers to that and just kind of comfortability with it that my mom gave me. Did you do like the hot plate with crayons thing? No, that was not one of them. Oh man. We had like this big hot plate and you put like wax paper i think or something uh-huh. on it and then you do like crayons that's awesome and they like melt and it's like a form of encaustic yeah it's really fascinating nice yeah so you didn't start playing guitar you you learned piano yeah and you were a singer mm-hmm. you started mm-hmm. learning the guitar later yeah and what was that like because it, it was almost something that you did because you kind of had to so how do Yeah, you know, I think what happened is I started piano lessons in first grade and went through a very intensive piano training, classical piano training. And then when I was in college, my freshman year, I started taking voice lessons because I had joined the church choir. And a a woman there, Kay Carr, um, wanted me to sing the lead in the Christmas musical or whatever. And so she started giving me voice lessons. She was opera trained and um, and really developed my ability to sing loudly, which mm-hmm. has been super helpful, yeah. even though she was training me as a soprano and I have turned into like a really low alto <laughs> since then. <laughs> but uh, I think also at the time, you know, we were meeting in different Bible study spaces with other teenagers and young adults. And um, and I was realizing that being able to play the guitar would be really helpful just to be able to lead worship. Um, and so I picked up, my parents gave me a guitar and I took it with me to college and started taking classical guitar lessons. And, um, and then it, it just kind of developed that way in terms of, you know, getting into another 
um, church group where mm -hmm. musicians were needed. And so I kept playing in different spaces with the guitar. Yeah. And came back to the piano much later, actually. Yeah. And now you do both. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. So that kind of leads me to my next question, which is, I think this comes through in a lot of what you've talked about already, just in the way that you did art with your mom and, and kind of grew up doing a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But my experience of you is you're someone who practices being creative. Yeah. There's a, there's a practice to it. Not just something, it's not just something that just like flows out of you, but you practice it a lot. Yes. Um, and I'm wondering if you can speak to that because I, I hear that a lot from you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think actually when I think of my artistic tendencies that I'm more of an artisan than an artist hmm. in that I'm just really practical about the whole thing. <laughs> and I would rather make something that has a use yeah. than just make something. So it actually feels a little bit like a discipline to just sit down and create, you know, like it feels like work to create stuff. And I think that's true for a lot of people. Um, but it's, but I, but I love to practice. And so, you know, I grew up in the classical piano training. By the end of it, I was practicing piano an hour a day. Yeah. And uh, I practiced the guitar half an hour a day for most of my adult life. You still do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, uh, the guitar, the acoustic guitar is hard to play if you don't practice it enough because my grip strength isn't that great. No. Yep. My hands can't handle it. I, my hands can't handle playing on Sunday if I haven't been practicing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also I just like to practice other things. I like to learn things. So uh, the calligraphy came along because I thought I could learn that and then I practiced it. And I'd rather practice it than just play with it, really. And then it's really handy if I need to give a gift. And I feel like gift giving has been one of the spaces where creativity has found a space, a place for me of just like, I practiced all these things and now I can put them together and make something new. Or if there's, you know, something at church where we're doing a thematic uh, creative project, then I can pull out my tools Yeah, because I've been practicing yeah. different things. Yeah, you made the um, the invitations or the save the dates for yeah. my wedding. Mm -hmm. Both. So like, mm -hmm. there's a there's a drawing of me and my wife, and we're holding instruments, and we didn't pose for it. You just uh, did. You have like a I had you picture come, of us. I had did you we, come over and take pictures. Did we take pictures? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yeah, super fun. I love those. I think they're up in our house somewhere. That's I run across them every once in a while because yeah. I have a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. So yeah, are there ways that you think of yourself as creative outside of sort of the classical like artistic realm? Um, Rod was talking about cooking, mm -hmm. which is often not perceived as as creative, but it is a very creative act. Is there something like that? Yeah, I think uh, gift giving would probably be one of those yeah. spaces, um, which can kind of combines the practical and the creative. But I have seen that emerge over the years in different ways. And um, really recently, probably over the past year, I've been discovering prayer as a space of creativity hmm. where I really feel like there is the opportunity, if I'm present to it and have the energy to lean into it, to listen to the Holy Spirit and, you know, really focus on 
a person or a specific issue that's coming, that's arisen, and feel like I'm, you know, building something with the Holy Spirit and imagining something better than what seems even possible. Yeah. And sometimes that happens alone, and sometimes it happens at pilgrim group in a prayer setting um, or on the Thursday morning prayer call or that kind of thing. Yeah. Sometimes it happens with other people where it feels like you're building something, you're designing something uh, and praying over the different facets that have emerged and, um, yeah, co-laboring with God in that way. And it feels very creative. That's something I feel like you're very present to prayer in particular. Um, and so it's really interesting to hear you talk about it as a creative act because that makes a lot of sense. Sometimes mm-hmm. when we're praying, especially with other people, we kind of float off and think of our own thing instead of yeah. we, we don't really listen to what other people are saying and then kind of respond to that and build on it and say, yeah, God, I agree with that and have like a conversation, mm-hmm. um, which is much more of a creative act than just sometimes we kind of get ethereal or, or off on our own thing and we don't listen. Right. Yeah, it's really exciting when that happens. Yeah. Uh, I think also the the work with the band over the years, you know, like there are places where cre- for me, creative art, like the visual pieces of creative art. And I, I try to s- nurture space that isn't just practical at mm-hmm. this point as well of, you know, sketching the parts of my life, which helps me remember them or see the beauty in my life um, is very is usually just me by myself, but the musical part has often been um, communal. Mm-hmm. And that's been really fun to be part of. I think if I hadn't been in the bands at the village, I would not be playing music anymore because visual art is something, because it's so practical and you have uses for it, I'm much more likely to keep it going. Yeah. Whereas music seems kind of ethereal. It goes away after you play it, unless you record it. And it's not it's not the thing I keep moving in my life. I feel like it's much more of a relational creativity. Yeah. Um, where like if some people are very like, I'm going to sit and play my guitar and that's going to be a creative act yes. alone. Right. But it almost like if you're not allowing people to listen to it and, and be a part of it, mm-hmm. um, you lose a piece of it. And it, it you, mm-hmm. that's my experience in 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 when I have opportunity to play with people. So like, I don't play the trumpet very often now. Right. But when I have the opportunity to bring it and to play it at church, then I get really excited about playing the trumpet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can play it alone for just joy. And I find that when I practice by myself, I enter into worship. You know, sometimes I don't because I'm preoccupied with something and I'm just doing it for my fingers. But there's an opportunity to step into worship yeah. and it's a beautiful thing that I think supports my mental health actually. But also there's this, you know, the process of designing with bands every week and we reorchestrate stuff all the time. Like we, sometimes we play the thing the way we always played it because we orchestrated it 15 years ago Yeah, and it works and, and you're love playing it. with the same musicians. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's a beautiful moment, but it's also really fun to, pull something out and be like, let's do this some way we've never done it before where, you know, you, you all whistle the introduction or (laughs) whatever, uh, build in different things or add a pause or, you know, there's this collaboration of working together with, uh, creating something in music that I've enjoyed. Yeah. 
Cool. Yep. So um, if you're listening to this before the 25th, Sue is going to be leading a visual art project. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening to it afterwards, well, that's okay. We're still talking about creativity. Um, I don't know if you have an idea of what you're doing for the visual art project yet. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah, I oh, think great. actually I'm looking at some of them right now. We have some little pieces that I made 10 years ago oh, in cool. here. Um, and I was thinking about doing a m- mixed media work with words. So I'm going to ask people to bring a short quote and then work on background, focal point, word, and what you can do with the, each of those layers Cool to pull something together uh, that you would want to look at again. Yeah. So this one mm-hmm. here says thank you and um, has like some stuff in the background. Yeah, that one has the... the sign for the building when we first bought it and it was a thank you note to god for giving us this building cool i made it right when we bought the building and then there's one that says is anyone home and it's got this beautiful uh wooden uh cabin almost or barn Mm -hmm. almost in the background um so that is that's great that's really fun and then the one at the bottom that says, I must make peace with words, I think is probably the most heartfelt one where it, yeah. it was coming out of just my awareness that uh, I wrestle with knowing what to say and being okay that I said it and I must make peace with words. Yeah. Yeah. That's really exciting. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Well, thank you, Sue. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's always fun to talk music and creativity and art and yeah, I'm up for that conversation anytime. Yeah. Thanks, Sue. All right. You've been listening to Healing the City podcast with Mark Crawford and Susan Seepin. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>